Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Free. We can be free. 
that's Claire Tonti here on Joy 94.9 Sunday Ask Magazine. So it's, it's a new track called Free. Hey. And speaking of Claire Tonti, <laughs> we happen to have her in the studio. She's right Fancy there. I am. I'm here. Hello. Do you know, that's the first time I've heard my music on the radio and I cannot believe it. It's so exciting. Thank you for having me here. Oh, Thank you for letting us debut it then. Oh, it's so special. <laughs> oh, my gosh. On it's Friday too. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Amazing. It's a it's a beautiful song and a beautiful album. Um, and we would really love to know, I mean, like, this album is clearly very tied into uh, your personal life and your history. So before we get started on the album, can you tell us, where did the mu- interest in music begin for you? Mm. Oh, probably from birth, I reckon. <laughs> I've always been singing since I was tiny. Um, it's just something that comes to me naturally. I'm a talker and a singer. That's who I would be. Um, and then I guess I did it while I was younger growing up. Um, I studied music while I was doing a teaching degree. So I'm a primary school teacher first. And um, so I was studying then. And then I think once I became a teacher, I just didn't have time for music anymore. I was doing a lot of music with the kids. I have a, um, a real interest in emotional well-being. So I was working with kids and their emotional well-being and writing music with them while I was teaching in the classroom. And I became a mother um, into my career. And then once I became a mother, I just didn't have time to write or perform or do any of that stuff. Um, I'm also a podcaster, so that's my the other side of things. So. I was going to say, so you're yeah. a singer, songwriter, podcast creator, host of the interview show Taunts and the award-winning Suggestible. So you are a very busy person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I mean, all, all parents are, I think, once you become a parent. But yeah, I like to be busy. That's but, the way But with the writing, so you, you let it go. You, you just didn't keep on writing. You wouldn't sit up late at night writing. So when when, did, when was that turning moment? When um, when did you just uh, think to yourself, I've got to start writing? Yeah, it's interesting. I got long COVID at the beginning of last year. And it's a long story, but I suffered from a lot of birth trauma and postnatal depletion after I had um, both of my kids. I got two, so seven and two. Um, and I really struggled during that time. And my health and my hormones were kind of all over the place. And I also think like a lot of parents, I was just burning the candle at both ends. I run a company as well. I was podcasting, interviewing, also trying to be present for my family. And when I got COVID at the beginning of last year, my body just shut down and I, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't watch even TV. So the only thing I could really do was listen to music. And because I had to stop for the first time in my life because I'm a very busy person, suddenly all those songs just started to come to me. And I think it was almost meditative for me and healing. Um, I'd suddenly for the first time in my life had to deal with the fact that I'd completely changed as a person through the process of becoming a mother. And I'd really faced some really challenging dark times through that. I, I looked around and felt like all these women were doing it so much better than me and I had really struggled with breastfeeding. The birth itself was really, really traumatic and I felt really shocked by that. I had I just had thought I would earth mother my way through it all. I'm a teacher, I love kids, so I thought I would love this new role and instead I found myself completely at sea in a body that was yeah, really damaged from what I'd been through. Um, Whoa. Yeah, and so this music kind of came to me as a way of healing. I wrote the first song, song This Mother Thing, which is the last song on the record, um, as the first song in trying to understand that feeling of wanting to create art 
but also struggling with being a mother at the same time and the tug of war between your heart almost being divided mm. by being an artist and a mother. Yeah. And, you know, like the albums are obviously finished. Uh, you've, you're uh, you're released, uh, releasing it. Uh, what does it mean to you now that you've actually got this album? Uh, you know, like what, what, what's that achievement like? Oh, freedom, <laughs> joy. Um, I keep crying all the time. <laughs> I, it, it, it just feels like the truest version of myself. And I know a lot of mothers and parents, but particularly people who give birth, talk about this loss of identity and this kind of really difficult kind of struggle to find themselves again in that process. And in finding this music, I feel the closest to that three-year-old girl that I was. And my daughter's actually at the start and the end of Free. And I think raising her, because she's turning three in May, she's so vibrant and she's so loud. And well, she's so, terrible you know, twos, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, you know, she's just so enthusiastic. I, I, it's hard to imagine my daughter being enthusiastic. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's just such a joy to watch her. And I never wanted the messaging that I kind of received from the world growing up that I was too much or too loud or too big or all of those things. I never wanted that for her. I wanted to hurt for her and my son to mm. be whoever they want to be. And so having this record here physically in the world and being able to share this music, um, yeah, it's it's pure joy and fear too, you know, sharing yeah. your heart in this way. It's a very vulnerable record mm. and quite dark in places too. So when when did you get the chance to record it? You know, like with you being so busy with and two children and, you know, like th that must have been a struggle. Oh, look, I work with my partner, James. So he's a, a YouTuber and a podcaster as well. So we run a company together. We work from home. Um, my son's at school now and... Uh, my daughter's in childcare two days a week, but we just really share the parenting really equally. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so that meant that also when I got COVID, I had to cut back so much of what I was doing. And then I realised I was at a point in my career where I could choose what I did with my time, which is so liberating and also such a privilege. I'm not lost on me for a second. And mm. so I deliberately hired some more people in our company. I stripped back what I was doing and I set aside a, a day a week to go into the studio um, and record with a friend of mine. Um, oh, so you went friend. to a studio. It wasn't home, you know, like home studio that you did? No, no. So my singing teacher, Bianca Fenn, who is incredible, and I just started going to see her because I was struggling with breath and coughing during interviews and I needed to kind of get some help with breathing. And so I went and thought, I'll go back to singing and just see. And she heard the song I'd written and said, you got to do something with this. And so she introduced me to her nephew, Ezekiel Fenn, who's a music producer. And he has a studio at his house in his garage. And then they also have a studio at their singing school. And so um, I think he thought we were going to do two songs and like, you know, oh, cool. And mum's coming in to record a couple of songs <laughs> and he'll, I'll do the lay the vocals and he'll go away, produce them and send them back to me. I don't think he realised what he was in for because <laughs> I got so obsessive about this. I fell right. so deeply yep. into it. Yep. Um, and then we worked really collaboratively on every aspect of the track. He does most of the in instrumentation. I do some of it. Right. But um, a lot of the sampling and beats and things are my ideas. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like, 
it's a, a tough world, um, the the recording world, and, mm. and doing an album these days. What 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 do you know? How do you see it in the marketplace? You know, like have have you worked through that, or it's just a, a love of recording an album, or do you want to really get it out there? That's an interesting question. I really hadn't thought about it because for me it was so healing and joyful yeah, to make. Yeah. But what I am really passionate about is that it's called matrescence and it's called matrescence for a reason um, because it's a word that is equivalent to adolescence and we just don't talk about it. Most women haven't heard of it before. Um, it was coined in the 1970s by well, Dana Well, Rafael. what does it mean? Yeah, so it's the transition to motherhood, but it can take over 10 years for a woman to physically and psychologically emotionally, socially, everything transitioned through that period. And if you think about the identity shift that happens in adolescence, our hormones go crazy, our bodies are changing, our identity, we're a completely different person, we're up, we're down, we're all over the place. That's the same thing women experience through motherhood. And we just don't talk about it. And so women go through birth or even just becoming a parent, it completely changes you. It even changes your brain chemistry. Well, those little two-year-olds can do your head in, can't they? You know, they really can. Yeah. Um, I was on a tram yesterday and there was this mother and, and, and the little girl would have been a two-year-old and she was she just kept on saying it. And I laughed out loud. The mother th- loved it. And she kept on saying, but why? But why? <laughs> you know, like, I reckon yeah. 50 times on – and they only went four or five stops just saying why all the time. And mum was great with her response. And then mm. she would go why back to her and she said, oh, and, and the kid would explain. And it was just gorgeous to, you know, like where, where it would drive you mad with a kid saying why all the time. Does yours do that? Oh, yeah. She loves to ask lots of questions. Both of them do. <laughs> Definitely. They're very gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but but hold on. Yeah. We've lost track of, you know, what do you want to do with this album? Yeah, like- yeah well, that's it. I, I want to speak to parents. I want to talk about this really difficult time in our lives, particularly for women. And I want them to hear the music when they're at a point in their life where they're at sea and not sure of themselves or they're overcoming birth trauma or all the things, yeah. difficulties with breastfeeding, all of it. It's the art that I wish I had heard when I was going through it, when I was that woman who turned around the culture around me and saw all these perfect ideas of what a mother yeah. should be. Um, yeah, and where, where are you going to go now? How are you going to get um, the message to the parents that this album's there for them to listen to? So I have a podcast. So part of my audience is on my podcast. And what, what's your podcast? So it's called Taunts. It's an interview show where I speak to women and diverse voices about their stories. And I also have another podcast called Suggestible. That's a recommendation show. Um, but I'm also doing a live show at the Brunswick Ballroom on Saturday Yay. to launch it. And excitingly, um, my music, my album is going to be the soundtrack for the Mother Festival that is coming up um, at the Wheeler Centre from Whoa. the 3rd to the 5th of March. How did you get that? Oh, I'd reached out to the organisers and they listened to the record and they wanted to they want to play it as women are coming and going from the panels and people are coming and going. Yeah. Um, and it's three days of fearless conversations. Tickets are on sale at the moment. There's a gala on the Saturday night at the Edge at Federation Square. It's going to be a fantastic festival and I feel so honoured to have my music playing um, while it's there. I've also got records, so I got vinyls pressed, which oh, are going right. to be on Saturday. 
sale through my website. So yeah. clairetonti.com is where you can find all of my things. Um, and I'm just going to gig. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out and gig and go on tour and go meet people. And I just, I really want to connect with other women, particularly who've had a similar experience to me. Right. Well, good on you. So social media, can we find you on social media? Absolutely. So Instagram's my social media of choice, yep. at Claire Tonti, C-L-A-I-R-E-T-O-N-T-I. I can spell my name. That's good. <laughs> um, so Instagram. And then I'm also obviously on Spotify. So you can find my first two tracks. Fear to Feel is the first one and then um, Free is the second on Spotify and that's Claire Tonti is my artist page. Mm. And um, you can also find me on YouTube. I've got a video clip that I produced and wow. wrote and directed and starred in. Fantastic. So well, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations on, um, you. you know, like really running with it. And it sounds as if you. you're very well set up with it all as well. So mm. what's the album called again? Matrescence. And what was the single that we played when you walked in? Free. Free. Okay. <laughs> And in fact, Claire, I think we've got time to probably play another track to see out the interview. So do you, do you suggest any particular track or should we play uh, Fear to Feel? Which, which, one, which one's best? Oh, look, let's play Fear to Feel because it's out. So why not? All right. So did you want to introduce this song? Yeah, sure. So this is Fear to Feel from the album Matrescence by Claire Tonti. Are you watching with your fingers? Your eyes don't wanna lose mine. Smoking rollies, playing music. Five flickers, leather jacket. Do you need me? Do you want me? Let me show you how to feel How to feel Cause I'm walking slower than I need to Hand from me on pocket Stride wider Breathe tight 
Uh, for you to feel here on Joy 94.9, Sunday well, What a character. What a character. And She's what fabulous. a voice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Joy 94.9 is a GLB TIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.